you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at laist.com sweeps. LAist Studios. We're at Highly Likely. It's a coffee shop slash wine spot in West Adams. It's your typical trendy LA coffee shop. I grew up here in the 90s and 2000s, and something like this spot would never happen. Okay, this is How to LA from Elias Studios. I'm your host, Brian De Los Santos. We've all struggled at some point living in this city. What we really want to show you is that you can make it your own in your own way, whether you lived here a long time or you just got here. We're going to talk to you about food, how to get outdoors, also complex issues like homelessness and gentrification. We're going to learn together what it means to be an Angelino. And what better way to do that than through exploring LA's neighborhoods. You can learn a lot walking someone's streets. So it'll be a regular thing we do on this podcast. And it's where we're starting off. Up first, the neighborhood I grew up. All right, let me tell you a little bit more about West Adams, my old neighborhood. It's a place just below the 10 freeway in the middle of the city. You can get downtown from here in about 15 minutes or the beach in 20, obviously without traffic. There's also a lot of construction going on. Cute new restaurants have moved in. Alta and Mian, Tartine Bakery, even a boutique hotel. You can be confused walking through the street to be like, what kind of neighborhood am I walking in, right? At the corner, there's like a bargain shop, faded paint. The marquee is not even holding up very well. There's a church that was probably built in the 20s or so. And then you walk just a few steps away and there's like this new building being built. The aesthetic is so different from the other buildings. It's very square, but also like geometrical, like in a triangle way really long windows that to me screams luxury i wonder what the business owners think about this we just met a local business owner here in west adams her name is sandra she is the owner of a thrift store she's been here for eight years and the one thing that hurt her these developers or the people building the buildings they forget about the people on the street Somos inmigrantes. ¿Quién nos escucha a nosotros? ¿Quién habla por nosotros? She told me she doesn't benefit from all these changes, that the people who actually come and shop are people who are unhoused or people around the community, but they're not the new folks moving into West Adams. ¿Qué punto tengan ellos en llenar lujosos edificios cuando mi gente está en la calle todavía? Why are they filling up these luxury buildings when my people are still on the streets? West Adams isn't a stranger to change, you know. Back in the early 1900s, this was a wealthy white neighborhood, until it wasn't. Upper middle class people of color started moving here in the late 1930s, and West Adams became a center of the black community here in Los Angeles, namely an area that came to be known as Sugar Hill. It was the place to be. There were salons and lavish Hollywood parties that attracted all sorts of folks. 
But it couldn't just stay chill like that, right? A fight eventually started over who was allowed to live in these homes. Racist housing covenants stated black people could not own these homes. So, some of their white neighbors sued. But black residents rallied together, led in part by Oscar-winning actress Hattie McDaniel. And, in a landmark decision, the judge presiding over that case sided with the defendants. But Daniel and her neighbors got to stay. But did you know, about 20 years later, many of the beautiful Black-owned homes in Sugar Hill were torn down to make way for the 10 freeway. Still, West Adams remained a largely Black neighborhood into the 70s and 80s. We've got a lot more about that history in our newsletter. Subscribe at las.com slash howtola. So we are at my childhood park in West Adams. My favorite playground in the world because that's where I grew up at. There's a bunch of slides, there's swings, there is that little pull-up monkey bar type thing. I would always come and try to, you know, show off, but I always fell. And then basketball hoops. I suck at basketball, by the way. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay, who's on my team? Him? This park is in the middle of a residential area. I think that's why I love it so much because it's kind of like a hidden gem almost for me. When I was like five to maybe 11, I used to come here almost every weekend with my parents, my family, my neighbors. We eat carne asada, get some ice cream or raspados from, you know, the ice cream man. West Adams, historic West Adams. It's changed a lot. That's Mario Luna, a West Adams resident who might love this park even more than I do. He's 42, and he's been coming here since he was 15. The park itself, it used to have a lot of gangbangers. Now you see more kids, you see more people taking walks, more people walking dogs. How long have you lived here in West Adams? Sounds like you're an expert, you're a pro. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm born and raised in LA. As a youth, I was into the gangs and into a lot of things that I shouldn't even be saying, but I used to come to this neighborhood for the same reason why it was bad. So now that it's good, I want to come do my part. Now it's a place where I bring my kids. Whoa, all the feels. I want to do the same thing when I have kids. I mean, come on. But what about those other changes Sandra was talking about earlier? She's worried that the new West Adams might not have enough room for people like her. This traditionally has been a black community mixed with Latinos and Asians. We do see different populations moving in. And you kind of explain it right now, changes are changes. There comes the good and the bad. Is there anything bad that comes with gentrification? Yeah, unfortunately, entitlement comes with it. And you got to remember, people like me that have been in the neighborhood for 10 years plus, we don't even feel entitled to it. You know, it's like this is a community park, but I don't feel like this is my park. But overall, Mario says he's hopeful about the changes happening in his community. Hopefully in the future, when my kids grow up, they'll be able to come and feel the same way they did when they were kids. The way that I see things happening, it's going to be positive change versus a negative change. Honestly, talking to Mario felt like talking to an old friend. We grew up basically just a few blocks from each other. We might have even been at the same park at the same time. I had to ask him for one more story. So one time when we were at Johnny's Pastrami's, there used to be a car wash right across the street where they used to sell drugs and all the gangsters used to hang out. One day we wanted to go eat at Johnny's, 
before we even showed up, they wanted to take our stuff, our jewelry. My brother-in-law at the time had a chain and they yanked it off his neck. Luckily, somebody was passing by from another gang and started yelling out and while he got his attention, my brother-in-law yanked the chain back and we left. <laughs> Never went back to Johnny's. Now that it's gentrified and has a bar, of course we go back. <laughs> Johnny's? All right, let's go to Johnny's Plus Drowning. We are visiting Johnny's Pastrami, which is in the corner of Adams and Bronson. I lived not too far away from here when I was a kid. Where can I get you? Can I get a crispy chicken sandwich and a ginger ale and a water? Johnny's has served pastrami in this corner for 50 years. They've seen a lot of change over all this time, but it's still just as good as I remember it. Here you go, sugar. Thank you. Enjoy Appreciate your meal. Thank you. You have a good one. They've stuck around, you know, and I know that they've expanded since they opened back in the day, and they've added some furnishings that make it modern and make it enjoyable, but I still feel like it's a staple of the community. Alright, facts. Like it or not, West Adams is changing. It's a tough question, but I think it's like Mario said. There's good change and there's bad change. For my part, for me, I hope there can be room for places like Johnny's Pastrami and Sandra's Drift Store in the new West Adams. Alright y'all, I have a big old sandwich in front of me ready to eat, so I'll catch y'all next time. This is How to LA. From LES Studios, I'm your host, Brian De Los Santos. Catch us Tuesdays through Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter at LES.com slash HowToLA. Erica Washington writes our newsletter. Our producers are Evan Jacoby and Caroline Champlin. Our summer intern is Armani Washington. Our spring intern was Anandita Balerao. Hasmik Pagosian and Parker McDaniels help engineer the show. Our theme music is by Donald Paz. Our social media producer is Chris Farias. Megan Larson is our executive producer. Shana Naomi Crockmall is the vice president of LES Studios. Our website is designed by Andy Cheatwood and the digital and marketing teams at LES Studios. The marketing team also created our branding. Thanks to the team at LES Studios, including Taylor Kaufman, Sabir Brara, Kristen Hayford, Kristen Muller, Andy Orozco, Michael Cosentino, and Leo G. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. This program is made possible in part by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people. See you mañana!